It's ghosticles time. <laughs> yes, it is. Good start. Well, well done. Yeah. Well done. Thank See, it just you. feels Thank you so it just much. feels right when you do it. Thank you. Uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm uh I'm glad it's Friday, but I'm not sure why I'm gr- glad it's Friday because it's not like Fridays necessarily mean anything to me, but I it's just th- there's some deep instinct in the humans good. in the human spirit that's like it's Friday. I must I must feel good about it. Uh, I mean, I can feel good about it because that means Brandon can stay up later because he doesn't have work the next day. And so we can watch movies and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, then it's like he gets to play tomorrow. We're going to go swimming at my mom's tomorrow. Nice. Nice. How are you? How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to the swimming. Here's what happened. (laughs) We went on the fourth Mm -hmm. to my mom's. And the girls had a great time because it's a pool and you wear them out. But then (laughs) one of the exciting things was that I got Dot in the pool with me. (laughs) And she fucking loved it. Like, loved it. And so I showed her. For me, I wanted to make sure if they jumped in or something, they they knew where that step was. Mm -hmm. And so I put her on the step and she jumped out. And then she got back in. And then she jumped out. And then she got back in on her own. (laughs) And just kind of I took her into the pool. And she was like, oh, no, this is really nice. And she completely relaxed, which is not like her. She's a very anxious little creature. I can't imagine where she gets it from. And, And then just floated along with me and then I sat on the steps and she just sat in my lap falling asleep and then at one point she just laid on the step like the queen of the pool it was really hilarious (laughs) Dexter was attacking noodles uh, from the outside of the pool he fell in a couple of times one time he went face first down he just died he took a dive in and um, was immediately swimming, but he was swimming towards the bottom of the pool, so I had to go rescue him. (laughs) And when I pulled him up, his little face, he was so cute. He was holding his breath. (laughs) He held his breath for probably five more seconds after I got him up, which was comforting. I'm like, well, at least he's holding his breath. (laughs) It was really stressful, but we're we're working with him to try to get him more comfortable in swimming. And I we we once tried to take Genji into the pool uh, at our old apartment complex, and um, Frenchies don't swim well uh, because they're just too. They sink very well. Yeah, they're heavy and they're dense and they and they're not good swimmers. But we had a little uh, doggy life vest for him, and so we put Mm -hmm. him in it, and he was not having it. And we put him in the pool. He just floated there, looking at us like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and I mean, Genji yeah. has a very Genji throws shade like no other dog, He's and real it, good just at it, just yeah. a just a glance. And uh, so we don't do that anymore. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Gus would be terrified of of water because yeah. he's terrified of everything. That's what I thought with Dot, but she was just like, "No, yes." And you know what? A lot of Boston Terriers do love the water. But she's always been anxious around it, but I was really happy. You just got to get her hot enough in the sun. And then she's like, give me a break. And she just got right in. I was like, all right. Nice. I was real proud of her. So cute. So, so cute. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. And I'm excited you about gotta it. You got to uh, try to get a picture of her uh, sitting on that step under the water if you can. I want to I wanna see a picture of Queen Her Majesty Dot. That's right. We might rando Nautica this weekend as well. Uh, we did a little bit uh, last yeah. weekend, just a little bit. We were, we were, uh, we just like drove within like ten minutes of where we were, and it was, and it was daylight. So, but we might try some walking around. I don't know. We we'll oh, see. Nice. We'll see. You can I do just, it close. So, rando Nautica, yeah. if you don't know, is an hey, app hey. on your phone, like random rando. 
Nautica, but nautical, <laughs> Nautica. Uh, and uh, basically, it use, it supposedly uses all sorts of science and shit to give you a point to go to that what you do is you think about something you want to find or you yeah. want to see. And you th- all you have to do is think about it. And then it sends, you know, quantum physics and whatever the fuck. I, uh, <laughs> it sends quantum physics out it to go find a place. It sends quantums. It uses some, it says it uses quantum <laughs> physics and shit like that uh, to locate that item for you. That's hilarious. Which is uh, stupid. It sounds very, very stupid. But <laughs> there have been several instances of people finding some kind of crazy shit out there. And one uh, group of people in particular, they were looking for – I can't remember what they were looking for, but they found a suitcase. They, they were looking for something hidden. Something, something hidden, hidden, I think, it was, was their intention. Okay, so they found a suitcase, and inside the suitcase was parts of two different bodies. Uh-huh. So and it's totally a uh, genuine story. The police got involved and are currently investigating yeah. it, but it was like they this the the coordinates Randonautica yeah, gave that. them led them to the side of a of a of a beach, like this this rocky dock or whatever, and underneath mm-hmm. it was a fucking suitcase. And they opened it and there were body body parts inside. Yeah, they could they smelled it and then they called nine one one after yeah. a little bit. Um, but you can watch them finding it online. It's yeah, pretty creepy. It's kind of creepy. And a lot of them, I mean, you got to understand, like, it's Randonautica, and, of course, people jump on it and try to do creepy TikToks or whatever, and mm-hmm. a lot of them I'm not buying. But, right. but um, like, one of them, like, she was like, look, there's a glitch in the Matrix, because, like, what? look, here's what the road outside my, my window looks like, but when you look at, at the dash cam or the camera, whatever, like, yeah, it's a dash cam, it, it's not, like, the guy walking down the street is not there, and I'm like, it's not the same fucking street. I don't know what you're looking at, but they're, it's not the same fucking street. Like, it's not a yeah. glitch in the Matrix. you just full of shit, or you, you don't know. You just don't know what maps do. Or, or yeah, or you look. hit you hit pause or something. I don't know. But, yeah. But we did one, uh, we did a three last weekend, actually. We did three quick ones. And our first intention, which we didn't say aloud until we were already en route, our first intention was something positive, just something positive, just kind of random, uh, you know, and and broad. And it brought us to a construction site, (laughs) (laughs) which is is manifestly positive because it's the opposite of destruction. (laughs) Right. Whether or not Randonautica was right or not is... Up yeah. in the air, yeah. but still. And the next time, and the next one I did it, I was like, let's give us something like spooky but funny. And uh, and it took us to like this this house that had these two weird white vans parked out front that immediately just made us crack up because we were like, what the fuck is that? The, we, the vans just looked strange. They were like, they looked like hotel shuttles, but they had no markings on them. And they were just these big, tall, uh, unmarked white vans. Like they, they really look dodgy. And they're just outside this really nice house. We're like, what the fuck? Is this where like all the serial <laughs> go- murderers like go to get their, their shit repaired? Like, I don't understand. And we were, and so we had a good laugh over it. And then the last one was um, something spoopy. And uh, it brought us to a gazebo in a park that, uh, while it was daylight, it looked nice, but we we're pretty sure at night it would be pretty goddamn uh, creepy. So spoopy. I was satisfied by that. It was good. Right, it yeah, was very... and I was as well. Uh, I went, we, the first one we did, I wanted some an adventure of, uh, with something funny. That was my intent. Yeah. 
And we we found the spot. We could see it on the map, but it was on private property kind of in the back. And it was like a dig site kind of a thing. And we couldn't get to it. And we were driving around, and it was off some railroad tracks. And we ended up going through a cemetery to try to go the back way. And we ended up in the back of the cemetery where, like, the headstones were being prepared. And I was like, this is definitely an adventure. <laughs> and then as we were leaving the cemetery, right. there was a sprinkler on that was only for one grave. <laughs> And it cracked me up. I was like, what the fuck is that? Why is this dude special? Like, he gets all of the water? <laughs> None of the other graves had its own, had their own sprinkler. So that, that was really funny. That's old man Dixon. Like, it's just in his will. He demanded yeah. that we, uh, he paid extra for the, the, the water service. <laughs> right, yeah. So that was fun. And then later we did a couple more, but the one last one we did um, was, and I'll say this, it is a really great... Uh, fun thing to do, right? Like it gets you out of the house. You can go on a little adventure and see something fun. Whether or not it works, who knows? But it's it was it's been really fun to do. And so the last one we did was I, uh, Jack and I were like, okay, we want to see a ghost, specifically a ghost. So we thought about it. We were like, ghost, 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 ghost. <laughs> and so <laughs> we go, and it takes us to this apartment complex. And as soon as we turn into the car- apartment complex, I was like. This is some shady fucking business over here. It did not feel very safe. It's one of those places that as soon as you're in it, you're like, they know that illegal shit happens in this apartment <laughs> complex. They know here and they don't do nothing about it. It was and so we it was big too. We kind of took some turns in and ended up on kind of a side road. And this guy came out smoking a cigar. And then he he was out long enough for us to pass him, and then he turned and went inside. I was like, was that the ghost? I don't know. How do we know? (laughs) And then we turned around. I was like, I feel like we should probably leave (laughs) because this is not a good apartment complex. And so uh, we left and came back home, and I looked it up. And sure enough, uh, first of all, the city of Dallas had sued them for (laughs) allowing crime to happen in (laughs) On their complex. And I was like, I was right. And then the (laughs) next thing I saw was that last year someone had been murdered just outside their apartment on the at the complex. And it was right next to where we where it told us to go. And I was like, Woo, okay. All right. That's success. Maybe maybe you saw the ghost of the of the person that was murdered. It was not. I oh, looked no. at pictures because okay. I was like, what if? But no, that seemed to be a real dude. Or if not, I don't know who that ghost was. But <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was really, it was a fun Ooh. adventure and, and it's a good story. So more Well, speaking of adventures and good stories, shall we jump into our submissions? Yes, let's do it. You start. All right. This first one comes from Crystal. Hello, uh, Crystal. Crystal says, hello, Jamie and Michael. Hello, Crystal. Oh, hi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first, I have to say, I love your podcast. Just, uh. FYI, everyone, that is the way to get noticed. It's Uh, a solid start. (laughs) I found it a little over a year ago, and it is, for me, my perfect blend of horror and humor. Uh, I didn't know about either of you until I stumbled upon your lovely show, but my teens, uh, 17 and 15, did. Uh, Yes, that checks out. Um, (laughs) I was was so excited to share my life. 
<laughs> Do you know who we are? No, but your kids might. Your kids um, might, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was so excited. I don't know who I am, but ask your kids because maybe they'll be able to let me know. Yeah, they'll have, an, <laughs> they have a better idea. Like, what? who am I? What do I want? What's my future? <laughs> Someone uh, ask your children for me. <laughs> I was so excited to share our love of you both from our from different sides of your work. I'm uh, only 35, but I'm more of a book lover than anime or video game guy or person, not guy. I, I didn't put guy. <laughs> just, Any, I'm only more 30, of a book lover than anime or video games. I just wanted to add another noun in there for I some reason. So. I'm so tired. I'm sorry, Crystal. But we get it. I'm a book lover, too. So I have so much that I want to share with you, and it's kind of all over the place. So please hang on for a whole weird ride. Oh, we are strapped in. Hanging on. I was so excited when you, Michael, that's me, shared about Madame Blavatsky. I didn't know there was ever really anyone who believed what I believed about ghosts. While listening to your podcast, I have refined and formed my own belief uh, of this aspect of the paranormal. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Oh, I'm... I'm sorry for a lot of things I say, <laughs> Crystal, I really am. Uh, I know there are spirits in this world and other planes of existence uh, and the supernatural. I feel if you cannot believe in these things, you cannot believe in the Bible or God. Side note. I agree with that 100%. I mean, they do seem to go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. Uh, side note, thank you for never making me want to stop listening because there is no way you would <laughs> you would take me seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm, now I might, actually. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that you both are so open-minded to, view, uh, to views other than your own. I mean, we try to be. Uh, we try. I fully believe the ghosts are not dead people, but spirits that, and, uh, that are inhuman and that have always been around. Uh, like the land spirits. Like elementals so or just different orders of creatures that hang around right. and like, hey, I can wear that dead person's <laughs> outfit. Uh, I like her face. I'm going to wear oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's a nice leisure suit. I think <laughs> I'm going to wear you that. Are, you know what I need is a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to be the hat man. I'm a hat man. Uh, anyway, <laughs> like, like you, this is derailed. I'm sorry, Crystal. I'm so sorry. Uh, like you've all talked <laughs> about, funny. they mimic what people want or expect to see. Yes, I, I think that's true. I believe there are both good and bad spirits that do this. You can label them angels or demons, familiar spirits, spirit guides, but spirits nonetheless. I believe people who have died are not hanging around here. I mean, why would they? They finally got out. Um, <laughs> I do believe uh, it's like selling your house only to stick around in the backyard. Uh, right. I do believe they can see us and can send one of those good spirits to us if needed. When I started listening to your podcast, my app... Sorry, I lost my place. When I started listening to your podcast, my <laughs> app only had from episode 12 on. I found, three or, uh, I found out three or four weeks ago that... Uh, and now have all the ones I have missed. Oh, good. Yay. This is when I started having experiences while listening to your podcast. Oh, you're was... welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to, I believe, episode three when a story about car trouble was being talked about. At that moment, my 2016 car began to shake and sputter like it was going to die right there on the, on the road. Also, the uh, internet lights were fading in and out like the battery was dead. My van has just gone through a maintenance check and everything was all good. I yelled out, oh, hell no, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> and I have had no issue with it since. Ah, see? Boundaries. Nice. You got to respect, respect boundaries. You got to tell it's, them what you want. It's like uh, Catherine O'Hara says in Beetlejuice. <laughs> You've got to assert <laughs> yourself or people, whether al alive or dead, will walk all over you. 
Um, uh, another time, I was lying in bed listening to your podcast, and I felt one of my little guys climb up into bed. I have, uh, f- uh, I have four. I have four kids of different ages, 17, 15, 7, and 4. I rolled over to see which one it was, and no one was there. I rolled off the bed, which I have to do because I have we have two mattresses plus a box spring on our bed frame, and I ran in my, oh my boys' room. That's a that's a that's like a princess in the pea bed. I know. <laughs> uh, it sounds really comfortable, actually. Uh, da, 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 da. All three of the children were sound asleep, as was. Uh, all three of my boys were asleep, as was my daughter. We have no pets, and my husband had been at work for about an hour. I've had other little things here and there, uh, noises I can't explain. Uh, she wrote, noses I can't explain. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> I have other little things like noses I can't explain. That would be weird. Like, what? There's yeah. just a nose. <laughs> Dude, you go- <laughs> uh, there's a I lot can't... of noses I can't explain that are online. <laughs> what? Did you- Why did you take so much of your nose off? <laughs> oh, What's... sorry. I'm just seeking that finished me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Crystal. I know you meant noises. Uh, but I really, I want you to experience noses now, like uh, paranormal noses. Because ghosts have a sense of humor. And now <laughs> hearing this, they'll be like, oh, oh, we can do oh. noses. Dude, guys, I just got the best idea. <laughs> and then you're going to walk Nothing and be like, noses. why do I, why is that? Nose just sticking out of the wall. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a little, a little things here and there, noises I can't explain, things moved, and other minor things while listening to the podcast. I can't tell if the spirits like me listening or not, but who cares? I will keep they listening love it. as they long love as it. you keep talking. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, Crystal. Again, boundaries. Uh, love you both. Keep being your awesome spooky selves, and I will remember it's okay to sleep with the lights on if my husband yeah. falls asleep first and I can turn one on. <laughs> right, I get that. Crystal. P.S. <laughs> also, Jamie, I have been saying for years how simple the saying, don't judge a book by its cover is. I say it's okay to judge a book by its cover. That's why it's there. Don't judge people by their cover. Yeah, fair. Right, yeah. Uh, PPS, Michael, I love the movie Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Oh, it was on Disney Plus, and I made my kids watch it. They did not love it. <laughs> Uncultured humans that they are. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, Darby O'Gill, I love it. I'm telling you, the scene with the Banshee is fucking terrifying. Yeah, I would watch it, but it would terrify Crystal. Oh, thank you, Crystal. That was that was a fun story, but also it gave me a yeah. good laugh. I just, I needed yeah. that today. Thank you, darling. All right, on to Courtney. Hello, Jamie and Michael. Or should Hello. I say, good day? <gasps> That's how probably how she said it, just like that, because I nailed that accent. I, I can't do uh, I can't do an Australian accent. No, sorry. I can't. Or a New it's Zealand no. accent. It's the no that I can't. No. I don't understand. No. 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 That's funny. No. The no I could do. No. No. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know how that sound happens. Um, Okay, I wanted to start by saying that I've been binging the entire show again from the beginning and wanted to thank you for the rich and enthralling stories and your humor, with a U, and enthusiasm in telling them. Some legends I've heard before, most I haven't. Learning of the experiences and history behind the ghost is incredibly fascinating. Thank you, we agree. Um, I also wanted to say how lovely the Discord is. Yay! And even though being in Australia time zones mean I miss most chats as they happen, it's a really wonderful little community. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank For my you. story, I wanted to share some of the experiences of my friend uh, my friend had on the ghost tour we did a few years ago as listening to as I was listening to the Shadow People episodes. 
um, and being in a global pandemic. There's that. It made me remember a tour that if, okay, that's weird, was a drinking game, I would have been comatose. (laughs) (laughs) It's at one of the best views in the city of Sydney, Australia, but one with an extremely dark and morbid history. My friend had some interesting experiences as well as having her own personal ghost. While I was having my hand held by a ghost child and trying to rationalize what appeared to be a seven-foot-tall hunched-over shadow figure standing over an old hospital bed where there could not have possibly been an actual shadow, plus the feeling of being suffocated in that same room, she had encounters I didn't see. And this is how you start off a story, and I love it. And also, I really like how Australia does things if this is your how you do your ghost tours. Uh, Fucking what? Yes, holy shit. Right? Um, While I was distracted by the unexplainable cold, small pressure wrapped firmly around (gasps) my hand, she was avoiding the ceiling. Don't look up, she said, getting a little closer. I feel like there's something mean up there in the shadow. (gasps) A double, okay, that's weird, to start off the tour. I mean, right out of the gate. This was during the orientation of the tour. I want to go! (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Right? Her next solo experience was in the third building of the old complex, while the tour guide was telling us of an entity that had been known to grab people's ankles and Drag them down the hallway. (laughs) That's just a rude. Was it Captain Caveman? (laughs) I don't know. It will literally sweep you off your feet. Great. (laughs) I was once again distracted by a draft of cold air, like someone blowing on my hand, as we sat on the floor of a formal medical dorm listening to the history of the building. Well, kind of listening. I was looking under a bed to see where the cold dampness was coming from. Like a fool. I feel her nudge me. It has lots of O's. That's why I feel like, like a fool. Uh, I feel her nudge me and ask, um, can you see his head? My response was, uh, yeah. She frowned a bit at this and replied, I can't. It's gone. Gone? Yeah, his head. It's gone. It's just a black shadow where his head should be. <sighs> that's okay, a, look. That's a I'm mood. a skeptic. Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> okay, look. I'm a skeptic, but this was beyond weird and into what the actual fuck territory. That's when his you break fucking, out the schnapps. Right? His fucking head was gone? Never mind the hallway bully. We've got headless tour guides over here. This is such a great cell. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, this, this, tour, this tour guide knows how to do it. Yes, I'm always out. I'm very excited I knocked into something. Don't lose your I head. hurt myself? What? That's such a surprise. Um, <laughs> if that was a drinking game, yeah. Yeah, I would win uh, and also be comatose. So uh, two gor- girls on this tour could not enter this building at all and stood in sheer terror before retreating back down the veranda stairs. The last notable reaction she had was the old caretaker's home. She heard the sound of furniture creak like an invisible person was sitting down. The shuffling of feet and even I, who tends to just place anything weird down to anxiety brain trickery, felt the thick oppressiveness of air in the of the air in that empty cabin. It gave us both the feeling of hostility and deep anxiety. Ooh. Bonus spooks. Someone on the tour screamed at me. Because she saw someone looking at her and thought she could see my face, only to discover 
I had my back to her, and the face was coming from the back of my head, fucking Voldemort style. Oh, oh. <laughs> and oh. then they screamed at her. I love it. Uh, I don't know what that ghost was, but it was just a face with no body perfectly aligned with me. Do not approve. <laughs> Some noteworthy ghosts who people report experiencing, but we didn't, thank the goddamn Lord, are <laughs> the necrophilic mortician who likes to lick people's feet. He's known by the staff as slimy. Are you kink shaming? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I just, if, if a person is a known necrophile and they lick my feet, I'm like, are you trying to say I'm a dead man? Right. Hateful. It's hateful. It is. Maybe it's, it's rude. the calluses. It's rude. Um, <laughs> the body, uh, the bloody body of a young woman in the bathtub of the angry cabin. Ooh. And a tall shadow man who is seen at the end of the acid shower stalls just watching you. Oh. There have been photos taken of the cabin that supposedly shows a ghost figure glaring out the front door. I'll try to find them again if you're interested. We're interested. Why would you even ask? Yes. I 100% mean, what are we going to be like, now nah, we're good. <laughs> as, as for her personal ghost, who she's named Simon, this entity follows her from house to house. She's found her earrings carefully placed in the middle of the shower. Her glasses moved to a different part of the desk she definitely did not put them, like hanging from her bedside table lamp. As well oh. as weird noises in an otherwise silent and unoccupied room. He's such an accepted part of her life, we even collaborated on a creepy nursery <coughs> rhyme dedicated to him. I hope you're both doing well, <laughs> staying safe, and to one day see you both in Australia at a con. If the world could kindly cease its descent to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I had the privilege of meeting Michael and Brandon in Brisbane oh, a while back. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much for traveling so far to come out here then. Oh, I hope you, get, you got to enjoy the city. I've heard of many a thing about how amazing Jamie is. Oh, you. It's all true. It is um, all true. <laughs> it would be incredible to meet you one day. Agreed. Happy ghouling. P.S. I love all your stories about your dog. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Thank you. I was good. Oh, uh, I love, oh, we had such a great. I miss Brisbane. It was such a beautiful city. Is it Brisbane? Bris that I think yeah. Brisbane. Brisbane. All right. Brisbane. Did you I say Brisbane? Forget what I said. Bris I Brisbane. 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 You had to pronounce it like Stewie so Griffin. That's fine. I'll do. I like Bris Brisbane. Brisbane. But yeah, Brisbane, Brisbane. Is, is how I was. Is I, I believe, but I mean, it's such a great place. I really. And everyone there was like, "Why here?" <laughs> like, I mean, there's so many better places in Australia. They kept saying, "I'm like, but I like it here." They were yeah. very. So they were super chill and not very like egotistical about their city, like the way that like Austin can be. You know how Austin can oh, be like, yeah. welcome to Austin. Sorry you can't live here because it's just too cool it's for too you. But now, did you know that truth or consequences in New Mexico is like new Austin? Really? Yeah. Like That's the town that named itself a, after the game show? Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. And then with the money for the that they got, I think yeah. they just threw a party. I don't think they like invested it. I think they just threw a really big party for the <laughs> that's, town. That's um, a very Austin thing to do. <laughs> Right. And so now there's like a lot of music musicians that go there that just want to play and they don't, you know, want that whole Austin commercialized Austin thing. They go yeah. to Truth or Concert. From what I understand, it's That's also, hilarious. God, there's so much great hot spring goodness there. Oh, I'd like, but I'd anyway, get, it sounds really, I gotta go. Hey, it's July. And you know what that means? <gasps> we have more chats coming up. 
More Discord chats for our Patreon. Discord chats for our Patreons. Patrons? Patrons. Patrons. That's what it is. Uh, our, our patrons. Our, our patronus. Our, our, patro- our, our patronuses. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> our dates for that are the 14th is for the full Discord, and then the 28th will be their Phantasm tier uh, chats. They're, they've been really, really fun. We have a great time with them. So come and with we questions. Have, we get so many ideas. Stories. We get so many yes. ideas for the show while talking to you guys. So please, if you yeah. have some input or some uh, some notions about what we uh, should do with future episodes, that the chats are definitely when and where to let us yes. know. Yes, and we also have on the Discord, we have different sections for uh, if you have any recommendations about ghost stories, especially on that Phantasm tier, recommendations about titles. But we have tiers from a dollar all the way up to $20. There's a lot of options for you to help support us. This is our mm. commercial. We don't have any other commercials right now. We're trying to avoid that as long as possible. So uh, the, the Patreon so is the way to make that happen. So if we would yes. love your support. Um, any support is appreciated. But if you are on, I believe it's the $8 and up tiers, you will be a part of the Discord. There's even a D&D game that's going on with listeners, which is really <laughs> so cool. cool. So it's a great community. If you guys are interested, um, definitely the Discord is a way to do that. But we appreciate any support that you can give us on that Patreon. Again, it's patreon.com slash Intentions, um, or you can just Google and if you're on the fence about being a patron, just join us for the All Skate chat on the 14th, and you'll get to see how cool the community that's is. That's for Discord. That's the, for Discord. Yeah, the Discord chat, right. Yeah. Join us on the 14th, right? That's the 14th? Yeah, but only if you're Discord. Yeah, well, you have to be on the Discord. But, right, that's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> I got confused. I'm confusing myself. We love you guys. Join us on yeah. the 14th and the 20th. Check out the Patreon. Uh, you can also find it at ghoulintentions.com. Thank you guys. We love you. Love you too. Moving on. This submission comes from Rue. Yes. Rue, Hello, Rue. We love you. Hi, Jamie and Michael. Uh, as always, thank you for continuing to bring us this wholesome, hilarious, and spooky podcast through endlessly uncertain times. Oh, God. <laughs> right? I've wanted to submit something for a while, but my family is tapped out of uh, meteor ghost stories for the time being. However, I recently spoke with my soon-to-be in-laws about their paranormal experiences over a socially distanced brunch. A brunch. My fiance, uh, my fiance's father, Ken, couldn't recall anything off the top of his head, but her mother, Michelle, uh, shared a heartfelt experience with me that I immediately wanted to share with you and the rest of the Ghoul Intentions fam. Oh, so thoughtful of you, Rue. Uh, Michelle was in her late teens when her father, Nicholas, passed away of lung cancer. Her mother, Lena, went on to raise Michelle and her two siblings as a single mom in the heart of Brooklyn, never remarrying. Michelle was especially close to her father, and from what I gather through stories, he was beloved by just about everyone. Outgoing, kind, the life of the party. Nick, uh, uh, I'm going to say his name, I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Majipinto. Uh, Nick Majipinto. I'm going to say it like that because I want him to be like Brooklyn Italian. Like, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Majipinto. Uh, like Yeah, yeah. Nick Majipinto okay. was a, a lively Italian New Yorker with a lot of love to give. That made his passing especially devastating, especially for Michelle, and it still affects Eva's, my fiance's family, to this day. Michelle is somewhat of a skeptic, but when we happened upon the topic of her father, she told me about a dream she had a short while after his passing. She described as uh, she described it as the most real real feeling dream she's ever had, and she remembers it vividly some 40-odd years later. It begins with Michelle being beckoned by her uncle, her father's brother, who was still very much alive at the time. 
He's in a tiny boat on the banks of the Narrows, below the Varanzo Bridge sometime around sunset. For those who don't know, the Varanzo Bridge connects the New York uh, Varanzo? Verrazano. Verrazano, excuse me, I'm saying Verrazano. The Verrazano Bridge. <laughs> Sorry, thank you, Jamie. I just saw a You're V right. and a bunch of Zs. Um, the Verrazano Bridge connects the New York borough of Brooklyn to Staten Island, and Michelle happened to grow up right near it. He tells Michelle that she needs to come with him, that her father wants to talk to her, and he's going to take her to see him. Without a second thought, Michelle gets in the boat and rides with her uncle towards uh, the Verrazano. They float all the way over to the bridge support pillar when her uncle reveals a door beneath the water. Ooh. I love, I love this imagery. Actually, it sounds uh, like more of a hatch than a door, the way it's described. Regardless, Michelle is fascinated by it in her dream. Her uncle opens it to reveal steps leading down to some sort of cellar. Again, without hesitation, Michelle climbs down to meet her father. <clears throat> The cellar itself is filled with people having a wonderful time. Michelle describes it as something like a happy hour or a cocktail party, except everyone is wearing white. Some folks are, uh, are uh, specifically in tennis whites. Drinks are also being passed around while music is playing. Michelle eventually sees her father sitting at a table with others, friends, other family, etc., before he spots her. He smiles and tells her very frankly, You need to stop worrying about me. Look at me, I'm fine. I love that. <laughs> you need to stop worrying about me. Look at me. I'm fine. I got us there. Now I feel like I did him justice. Uh, at, th at this point, Michelle realizes that other deceased loved ones are in attendance at this dreamy cellar cocktail party. Nick jovially points out, jovially points them all out. There's Uncle So-and-so. There's my cousin, that guy, as he reiterates. <laughs> <laughs> I my don't cousin, want that guy. That guy. Uh, there's this son of a bitch. There's that little bastard. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you missing me anymore. I'm happy. I'll be in great company. Everything is fine. The dream ends there, and Michelle wakes up with newfound peace of mind. More importantly, she told me she hasn't dreamed about him since. Not once. I believe our minds are capable of manifesting incredibly meaningful dreams like this all on their own. More, I, I know our brains are remarkably adept at coping with trauma and grief in ways we don't even consciously realize. That's the truth. I also believe that our otherworldly loved ones probably have a much easier time reaching us in an unconscious state, and that this is just as likely as legitimate as a legitimate fond farewell from a recently deceased father to his youngest daughter. Whatever Which the case- Which is why we're reading it, <clears throat> and it's not just a dream. Mm -hmm. If it was just a dream- mm -hmm. We've said it before, and I'll say it again. We don't fucking care. <laughs> That's a different podcast run by someone else. Uh, That's right. Whatever the case was in this scenario, I'm happy Michelle got to say goodbye to her father this way. Supernatural or not, it brought closure. And I sincerely hope when I experience the death of a parent or close loved one moving forward, I'll have a dream or experience just like this to bring me comfort in the aftermath. It's also worth mentioning that my mother, Diane, had a short and similar experience to this in her waking life. Um... After the passing of her beloved Uncle John, she received a phone call that was all static. While the caller mm -hmm. ID said it was coming from her friend Maria, her uncle's voice just barely penetrated the white noise to tell her, Diane, I'm all right. No need to worry about me. I love you. She hung up. She hung up, understandably a little shaken. When the phone rang again a few seconds later, her friend Maria told her she'd been calling and calling without being able to get through. And back in those days, kids... Um, you try to call a line that was busy, you'd get a little busy signal. You didn't just go to voicemail. Yeah. So you you so, so beep, you would know beep. yeah yeah. So you'd know the person was on the phone. 
Um, anyway, thanks again for all that you do and also for Loki saving my soon-to-be marriage via last month's Discord <laughs> q and I'm so glad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eva and I will continue to eagerly tune in as we navigate day 500-plus in quarantine. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other in the meantime. Sincerely, Rue. Oh, Rue, thank we you. We have very important chats. That's what I'm saying. Our Q&A, we save relationships. We do. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. I'm so happy. Y'all are a beautiful uh, yeah. couple. You should be together. That's right. That's a good story. I like mm. that. Um, yeah, the I'm dream too. stuff, too. Like, if you are, I think that that sounds like a real visitation. Um, so, yeah, you know, something I like that's so fine. Um, yeah, good story, Rue. Thank you. Yay. All right. Next, we have Jen. Jen. Hello again, Jamie and Michael. I'm back again to share another ghost story. When you guys read my story about Charles on Ghosticles episode 67, I screamed because I was so excited. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that story. I will mention that the reason the openers would get mad about the radio being left on. Oh, so this is the one from the store and they would have to turn the radios off, but the ghost would turn it back on. Oh, right, and right, then right. And we were like, why do they fucking care? It's the, ra-, you know, like, what's the big deal? Why are we always talking like this now? It's just a very thing for the day. Um, uh, so, um, the reason the openers would get mad about the radio being left on is because we would blast the music almost full volume at night. <laughs> we would usually forget to turn it back down before we left. So when Charles would turn the radio back on overnight, the music would be blaring extremely loud when they got there, which no one wants to deal with at 6 a.m. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Yeah, that's no. true. So I was originally planning on submitting about the ghost at my work, Billy, who has great taste in music. But life has been crazy these past few weeks, and I don't have much spare time to type up a long story. But today is my day off, and I figured there isn't a better time to sit down and get one done. This one is short and sweet, but I'm here to tell you all about another ghost that resides at my parents' house. The Toast Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I love love the naming of ghosts. It's really fun. Uh, we've got Wendy. That's a new. That's our new one. And we right. gotta tell the girls about it because I gotta sleep at some point. Okay. Before I moved, <laughs> before I moved out of my parents' house, did I tell you what I did though? That I put the perfume on the. There's so for Callista, who is being afraid, is a new thing for her at seven. Mm-hmm. She what mm-hmm. she she can't watch things she watched last summer because she the she visual gets, of it yeah. imprints on her and she can't mm-hmm. get rid of it. Aww. So, um, I sprayed a little bit of my perfume onto a cotton pad and gave it to her and she smells it whenever she gets scared to remember that I'm right there right and it seems to work it's a good it's a really good idea yeah it's nice so anyway uh, before I moved out of my parents house I would be sitting in my room and would randomly get a whiff of toast (laughs) toast of all things that makes me think are you having a stroke yeah it's like does (laughs) that mean you're having a stroke I mean maybe you call the ghost strokey Stroke, yeah, because that's a thing. Like, if you have a stroke, people will say they smell toast if they're having a stroke. But also, I've heard if you're having a stroke, stick your tongue out. I mean, if you feel like you're having a stroke, if you think someone's having a stroke, stick their tongue out because it uh, it's so close to how, you know, it uh, the stroke will normally affect one side of you. Mm-hmm. When you stick your tongue out, it will go to a different direction. It won't go straight out. You might think you're sticking it straight out, but it'll go to the side. Ooh. And that's a red flag that you're having a stroke. So Sorry. Not to, not to freak you out about that, but do stick your tongue out next time you, you are visited by the toast ghost just to make sure it is a ghost. And then test the wind. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
no one would be in the kitchen or everyone else would be in other parts of the house. Now, I will admit I was not the cleanest person back then. My room would have probably qualified for an episode of Hoarders. Oh. With that being said, anytime I would smell the toast, I would just shrug it off and think it was something funky in my room. Shortly after I moved out, I was visiting my grandmother with my mom, and the three of us were talking about ghosts. My mom said, you know, sometimes I'll be in my room, no one will be in the kitchen, and I'll suddenly start smelling toast. I burst out laughing and said, you smelled that toast too? I thought it was just me. So now my mom will text me saying, I smell toast! Or the bread emoji and the ghost emoji. <laughs> I mean, strokes ghost do bread. run in the family. <laughs> just saying, be safe. Thank saying. you guys again for reading my story and for also having such an awesome podcast. Next time I'll submit my story about Billy, but that will probably be a long story. Good. That might have to be a two-parter, LOL. Anyway, stay spooky, Jen. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes, you, everyone. Yeah, great stories, guys. <sighs> oh, keep them coming. Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> oh, yeah, no. So. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> Do it. Do <laughs> it. A, a late Friday gonna, afternoon nap. I think I'm going to chill. Do it. And I'm going to play video games. That Seriously. also sounds One's where divine. I get to, like, organize things. <laughs> like, I need to organize my house, but I'd rather organize a cartoon house. I get it. I get it. it. It's more rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. When right. I when so. I when I clean my own house, I just kind of feel like, well, great. I'm just cleaning it for the privilege of getting to dirty it up again. That's right. Oh, yeah. it's like pushing exactly. that rock up that hill. Always, always. But thank you guys. Uh, ghoulintentions.com yes. uh, to submit your stories. Please keep submitting. They're so fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh, we love them. Um, stay safe. Stay sane. And remember, <gasps> it's, okay it's okay to sleep, to sleep with, with the lights, with the lights on. on.